Ross Chastain used the wall all the way around this racetrack. Logano has been the class of the field. Check out the big brain on Brad. Yeah, I need to change my underwear. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another Angle of Pursuit podcast. That is Brian Twining. I am Kyle Robert. We are here to break down all that is Nashville, get you set over on DraftKings, update the betting odds, because boy, was there some movement <laughs> um, and a lot to get into. Uh, Brian coming to us live from Las Vegas. He is you know uh, it. living the, the proverbial dream. I am coming from the home studio. Uh, Brian, how the hell are you? I'm doing great, Kyle. I, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, you know I am already popping the bottles of Peroni that I have in my refrigerator over the AJ Allmendinger Xfinity win, which I was on really early in the week, and there were some nice lines here in Vegas that I was able to jump on. Uh, both Kyle and I are on a Dinger Cup Series wager, which I'm sure we'll get into as we we talk about the Ally 400. And, you know, I like I'm having a fantastic weekend. I've hit four of my five baseball bets, no run first innings and team totals and first five against the, the against the spread. Like this is a great Vegas weekend and hoping that we close it out with a red dog winner that we got at 20 to one over at Westgate when yes, I got we here. Did. Yes, we did. Very excited to be holding that. I'm also holding a. 25 to 1 on Joey Logano. Obviously, not as good of a line movement. We could talk about that. But let's jump into DraftKings. Let's look at what the pricing is, what we think about stuff over there. Let's build a lineup and uh, let's keep it grinding. Kyle Larson, what a surprise up at the top, starting seventh, 11 six. Kyle Bush. Starting 11th at 11-2. I'm going to go all the way through the 10s because there's only a handful of names. Yeah. Truex starting 6th at 10-9. Hamlin starting 8th at 10-7. Chase Elliott, average-ass Chase Elliott, starting 14th, <laughs> 10-4. Willie B starting the top 5 at 10-1 rounds out the 10K range. So from 10K and above, who's jumping out to you? Who makes the most sense at that current price? All right. I... I don't really understand the discount we're getting on this guy, but he came into the week as the favorite at Circa. He was the second favorite at the majority of other books, but Martin Truex Jr., you know, put it put it in sixth here at qualifying, but he was a top three car in every metric during practice. Of the guys that are in this 10 to 11 range, I, I think he makes the most sense. Uh, you heard Bubba Wallace. I, I took a deeper dive after I heard him mention this, but he was saying how – Personally for him, and I'm sure this is the same for a lot of guys, they're looking at Nashville to be very similar to Loudon and Dover. Martin Truex Jr. is incredible at both of those tracks. He's coming off of his uh, win at Sonoma last week where he's clearly, you know, his car has been leveled up of sorts coming into yeah. this weekend. So Truex to me is the guy. Yeah, and it's interesting because, like, I'm looking at obviously qualifying results, but practice too because – it's interesting to see his his single lap speed obviously was was only sixth best, but in terms of five, ten, fifteen lap at practice, he was incredible. Yeah, he's uh, top five in every single one of those. One of the few people to stay out for twenty five laps. Um, kind of interesting to see that he was seemingly so fast, but also I, running a lot of laps. I'm guessing just his car was fine. Let's figure out the tire wear and what we have to yeah. actually worry about there. Um, 
yeah, I'm with you. I think he makes a lot of sense. Uh, starting six, obviously the betting favorite makes sense to, to, to t- tail him. Uh, I don't think Hamlin's that crazy either. Obviously, you know, doubling yeah. to- Toyota's Hamlin from a practice standpoint was fine. Not great. He was more of like a top five, top 10 type car than a super fast, but, um, overall. Okay. Uh, you know, you're never going to have to twist my arm to go with William Byron. Uh, obviously good in practice, fast in qualifying, um, kills it on mile and a half. But as you mentioned, just the Dover Loudon kind of corollaries with this track. Um, I, I think Truex is an easy call from this range. If you were to pivot to another driver or maybe double stack in this range, who is the second guy that really uh, gets your fancy? Well, uh, we'll talk about him a little bit later, but it's it's the guy that you're you're writing already this week and somebody that you and I have both celebrated on numerous occasions but that's the top guy in NASCAR right now and that's William Byron yeah. starting fifth I mean you're you're looking at somebody who was you know top five practice top five qualifying he's literally running top five every single week and when you're looking for kind of stability coming into a track that we're not really sure if it gets wild like we saw today in Xfinity um give me William Byron in this spot you know I I know I bet Larson as top Chevy earlier in the week but um, in terms of safe plays, I guess, if there is such a thing in NASCAR, it, Byron is uh, much safer when it comes to that, that particular which, garage. Which is a wild thing to say after last year's roller coaster ride of ups yeah. and downs with him. Uh, the 9K range, we got Ryan Blaney starting 13th at 99. We got Chastain, he put it on pole. We're gonna, we'll talk about betting odds here in a little bit, but I am uh, a little irritated at myself because I love Chastain. I love Chastain, but... He hasn't won in a long time, so we'll see. Uh, Chris Bell starting 22nd, 9,400. Easy partner with the Toyotas. Um, has not looked great all weekend. He just was, hasn't had like the, I don't know. And he I, doesn't have the short run speed, but he did. And he was sixth best in 15 lap and he was seventh best in 20 laps. So he got better as the tra- as, yeah. as the practice went along. But yeah, it's. Not not what you want to see. Um, let's see. Tyler Reddick, we talked about him. We're loving that number. Uh, starting second, 9,100. Kevin Harvick, starting 17th. At, or actually, we'll, we'll cut it off at Tyler Reddick. Um, of the 9K range, you know, there's a lot of interesting names with Blaney, Chastain, Bell, and Reddick. But it's also a range that if you want to get a little weird or if you want to try and be a little more heavy at the very top, uh, you can just overlook, jump into the 8K range and start building from there. So uh, I guess if you're using from this from this range, you know, is is it Reddick or Bust or, um, you know, where are you at? I, you know, I, I can't I can't discount anything that Chastain did. I think he's a great pivot play because, yeah, he looked fantastic in practice and qualifying. And we've kind of seen this of late with him where he looked great in practice uh, a couple of races ago and then he just completely fell apart during the race you know so i think that might scare some people off so i almost feel like he would be somebody that you could kind of hedge with against a lot of other lineups that are going to pivot off of him expecting that downfall you know i i have a little less confidence in the fact that he can stay and maintain up there uh, being it's been so long since he won and if, if you were to ask me i i think tyler reddick is the much better play this weekend i mean 
Redick, we talked about him earlier in the week. There's no reason why he should have opened at 18 or, for our instance, 20 at Westgate with the speed that he's shown of late and just coming into this weekend. So I think both of those guys, to me, are great plays if you want to kind of get wonky with your lineups and just skip that top tier. Yep, I think that makes sense. Let's dive into the 8K range. We have Kevin Harvick started 17th at 8,800. My guy, Joey Logano, holding 25 to 1, starting 4th. Uh, your guy, Bubba Wallace, who yeah. 8,400. I mean, there's an argument to say he could be sitting on pole right now had things not gotten a little so sketchy. close um, coming around the turn. So uh, he's starting ninth, could be interesting. Uh, Alex Bowman starting 15th. Brad Keselowski rounds out the 8K range starting at an even 8K. Um, I'll ask you again, if we're going to the 8K range, who's jumping out to you from this range? Is it Bubba starting ninth? So I like Bubba. I I mean, he, he, he saw some significant fall off in the 10. I mean, he, he didn't run anything past a 10 lap run, but, you know, he did see some fall off there. So that scares me. And anytime you get somebody of his like personality traits starting inside the top 10 already, you worry, like if something goes wrong early in the race, can he recover? Which yes, we've seen him do it. And the 2311 team is bad fast. As the kids are saying uh, this weekend, they've unloaded freaking awesome. And there's no, I mean, I got to touch on this. It's no surprise. They've partnered with Garth Brooks, like one of the kings of country music of, you know, the past couple of decades. This is a great, this is a great uh, joining of of brilliant minds, in my opinion, this weekend. It makes me love the team even more. But, you know, when you're looking at potential in this range here, you got to, you got to look at Harvick, that the fact that, yeah, he wasn't fast, but he just has a knack for avoiding trouble, finishing races, potentially cracking the top 10 and because he's not sexy i think i think people are going to kind of glance over him and i you know i feel like he might see a little bit lower rostership than we would normally see from him and he's rocking the sweet sweet bush latte uh paint scheme this week very excited about that uh yeah yeah i think i think you hit on all the important ones bowman's still interesting starting 15th 8200 but I get the hesitancy with him and your point on Bubba, I think is a good one. Like there was some fall off. He can be really fast when he needs to be fast, but the long run you worry about kind of something happening. And and then all of a sudden he's doing something he shouldn't. And you kind of regret having him in your lineup. So I'm, I'm with you. (laughs) He's probably a better fade than, than follow this week. Let's dive into the seven K where we have a few interesting names. We have Ty Gibbs starting 16th at 78. Daniel Suarez track house starting top 10. He will be, I, I, I would assume Suarez is going to the back of the field when he spun and nailed the back end of his car. And then he also hit, I believe it was the left front fender. So I, I would imagine that Suarez is actually going to go to the back after it repairs. So, yeah. So keep an eye on that. We're recording this Saturday afternoon, late, early evening. So uh, always trying to stay ahead of the news. Chris Bush starting 12th. Recky spin outs himself starting 28th at 7,300. Uh, Ryan priest starting 25th at 7,100. Um, I, I know it's gross and you know, we probably wouldn't want to do it with a bunch of people that, um, uh, have issues and incidents, but I think uh, Recky Spinouts himself will be um, kind of interesting. He might be a little more rostered than he probably should, so maybe that's a good reason to fade him, especially in tournaments, but 
there is reasons to like him starting 28th. Uh, he's had some good track success here and could move through the field. But of, of the other you know names in the 7K range, is there anyone tickling your fancy? I mean, if we're going to talk about Kevin Harvick's paint scheme being about Bush light, you got to talk about Chris Bush, sure. Um, he, he looked good in practice, top 10 averages and all 5'10", 15, and 20. Um, you know, he was just on the cusp of making it inside the top 10. You know, he, he had a pretty tough group to get out of, and he was right there. So I think Busher is actually a better than a 12th place car that he's actually starting in here. And we'll see when we talk betting. Like, you can still get decent odds on him um, for this weekend. Um, so for me, Busher is a guy who, RFK, they've been on the up and up this season. They've looked really good. They've brought plenty of speed to a lot of tracks. I know Ford looks like an absolute dumpster fire this weekend yet again. But, you know, Busher, he it, if he stays out of trouble, I – I think he's more than capable of placing this inside the top 10 and potentially competing for a top five, especially knowing that somebody like him is going to need a win or they're going to need a ton of playoff points to try to potentially stay in there to get into the round of 16. So I think he's somebody to keep an eye on as a dark horse, still long shot to potentially win the race. If we get some craziness at the end or top fives, top threes. Yeah, no, I think that all makes a ton of sense. Let's dive into 6K. Austin Sindrick, speaking of the uh, of the Fords, 6,700. Chase Briscoe. No Almondinger, <laughs> one, one on Xfinity. Um, we have some nice numbers for him to top 10. But in terms of DraftKings, starting 19th, uh, 6,500 could make some sense. Uh, Alma Rolla starting 21st, Eric Jones starting 23rd, and Austin Dillon rounds out the 6K range. Um, I think we're both in on Dinger. Are you in on anyone else in the 6K range? I don't think there's anybody there that has any sort of uh, potential to do anything outside of move up a couple of spots or yeah. maybe hit the hit the lottery in terms of where they're going to finish. They, their cars are not good. They're not particularly great at this track. So I think ding, it's Dinger and nobody else. Yeah. And I think there's some names in the five, in the five K range that I want to get to. So I think that makes sense. Like Michael McDowell starting 33rd, 5,800, I think makes a lot of sense. I'd rather save a couple hundred bucks, get to him more chances to move forward. Makes a lot of sense. Haley's are probably cross off 5,600. Hard to get to especially starting third. Yeah. Harrison Burton, Corey LaJoy 36th starting at 53. I love LaJoy. I think he makes a lot of sense. And if you want to be stars and scrubsy this week, I think that's a good uh, target. Noah Gregson, Todd Gillen, Ty Dillon, Brandon Poole, Josh Balicki, and JJ Yaley round out the group. Let's build a lineup, Brian. Let's um, do it. So I have a, I, I guess the, the, the initial lean is either Larson's going to dominate. We jump in on him at 11, six, or we jump off of him Look at the Toyota, start with Truex, potentially double up with Hamlin if we like some guys at the bottom and see where we get. Well, let me just start off by saying that the Larson dominant performance is going to come the week that everybody has jumped off the train at this point because when when people are all over him, he's he just can't close the deal, it seems yeah. like right now. So I I mean if you're thinking that he's gonna they're gonna find a couple extra miles per hour o- overnight in which they cannot make any adjustments before the race, by the way. He was fine initially, but as 15, 20, 25 laps, he got faster, he got better, 
and was able to put it on. So he's somebody that I could see getting better. But yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm happy to go to Toyotas. I think I want to double up Truex and Hamlin. I want to go down and grab LaJoy. I was just so so on LaJoy. Obviously, I mean, Spire Motorsports, they're they're not going to bring, you know, rocket ships here, but he was posting mid to low 20s in terms of the lap averages that he did run. I think he ran up to a 15 lap average. And that's all you're kind of looking for for a backmarker of somebody of his nature, especially knowing that he was almost on the verge of cracking the top 10 in single lap speed and qualifying before he he wound up wrecking similar to like Bubba Wallace and Daniel Suarez. So clearly that car has a little bit of speed. And yes, they're probably going to a backup, but I mean, they're going to set it up the same way. Yeah. Um, so I like this start and then we figure out the two other oh, drivers. You and you and McDowell, huh? I just think he makes sense at starting 33rd. I mean, I'm happy to go to someone else if there's a cheap other another cheap name that you want to convince me of. No, I don't I have zero Unless, confidence. Well, the uh, one thing... Okay, let's Dinger. I like Dinger in with with McDowell here. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh let's see. Because that, I mean, we could go this basically is, the top of the board. This is real stars and scrubs. Like, think about it. We could go with William Byron, Chastain, Reddick. Yeah. Christopher Bell, if we want to stay with the Toyota theme. I just don't know what type of, like, what his ceiling is here. I Honestly, I don't think he can win. And I don't think that he could produce a top five car either. The only thing is we already have two guys starting eighth or better. So it would be really difficult. That's what I, that's my only pushback. The other thing is Harvick starting seventeenth. I know that leaves some salary on the table, but I don't hate that. Yeah, I, and also it is it is important you, to note. Do you uh, prefer? I guess go ahead and say your. Name. I was just gonna say five of the top six finishers last year all started seventh or better. That's so, like you, you know, it, as long as it doesn't get crazy, crazy. The guys starting near the front, Truex, Hamlin, Byron, are likely to finish close to where they began the race. And as long as they're producing fast laps, or if you get the winner out of that group, your your lineup's pretty good. Yeah. So if you had to choose between Harvick, Bell, and uh, Ross Chastain, who's your favorite of that group? Or William Byron, I guess. Man. Honestly, I feel like Byron, just because he presents more placements, he, he's been more consistent, he hasn't been involved in as many wrecks, and I don't see him as being somebody of the Chastain or Reddick mold. I mean, I'm going to add Reddick into here. Where they're gonna drive the car into if we want to get the if we want him to you know he gets to the front right away and dominates in the jump. Oh yeah, no, I think that's definitely possible. But then if that's the case though, I really don't think that like somebody like Denny is gonna be able to get up there. Like if Reddick is that fast, it's gonna be Reddick and Truex and so maybe Byron rather, in my would opinion. Would you rather go Byron Reddick, Denny Reddick, or Denny Byron? Uh, Reddick, Reddick Byron, and for me, anyways. Okay, I'm good with that. I mean, we got to stick true to our to our our initial lean. Think think about this. We're we we are riding hot right now. We we grabbed Truex like a bunch of other people last week before we even saw anybody hit the track, 
And we we carry that over into DFS and look and look what it did. How do we feel about pivoting off of McDowell to go to Stenhouse? Is that too much roster? <laughs> I just get worried about Ricky. But like more than I yeah, I mean for his salary, I feel like he might have a little too much ownership. Let's see here. So we have a. I took McDowell out just to see if there's any pivots that make sense. We have about 8K to spend. Um, so I think Stenhouse, Suarez, Busher. Yeah, I think we definitely need somebody towards the back, though, because. So McDowell's the play, isn't it? Yeah, it would have to be okay. with this particular lineup. Yeah, let's save it. Let's figure it out. All right, uh, let's go over to the betting card. Um, so I have a couple bets: Joey Logano at eighteen to one. I didn't add Reddick to this card, and I feel real dumb doing it. And I believe I even said that uh, when we were recording. <laughs> Um, I also feel real dumb not adding Ross Chastain, who I loved because I wanted to give myself flexibility. Yeah, um, but and here I am. Yeah, so I have Logano at eighteen. I have Byron at, at eight and a half. Uh, I have Byron to top five at plus one thirty. I have Logano as top four at plus two seventy five. I have Alex Bowman to top ten at even money. I have Logano over Chris Bell and Byron over Truex as my best bet. That might not look real good if Truex goes out and wins again. Um, but we'll see. Brian has a, a very tidy card. Uh, Reddick at 18. Reddick to top 10 at minus $1.20, which is looking really good. That's a ridiculous uh, Kyle Larson to top Chevy at 3-1. to one. And Busher over Keselowski for the feels. Uh, so we'll go to Caesars. I got Barstool and some other stuff open. We'll see. Um, you know, lines are starting to populate so we wanted to uh get you as much information as possible so we'll look at what caesars has obvious as always shop everything yes. find the best of the number if you want to if you have questions or things you're looking at please don't worry don't hesitate to drop them in the comments we will try and loop back a couple times before the flags go green to give you our thoughts and Shut also up. remember on that note that we get a night race tomorrow. So if you're out on the East coast, uh, you know, you're, you're having to wait all day. It's like, it's like, yep. it's like waiting for a Sunday night football game. I think green flag drops at like seven twenty Eastern waiting so. all day for Sunday night. Uh, so we'll start at the top. Martin Truex four and a half Ross Chastain. I've <laughs> he was as long as 12. He's plus four seventy five. Kyle Larson plus 550, Byron plus 650, uh, the Red Dog plus 750, Denny Hamlin at 8, Chase Elliott at 8, Kyle Bush at 13, Blaney at 16, Logano, you know, we'll get down into these other names. So I guess a couple things, Brian. As you know, we have what we have. We're very excited to have some of the tickets we have. But if we're approaching this board fresh and we don't have anything in our in our hands. Let's look at the odds and let's see if we can't find things that are interesting at their current setting. So I think, you know, especially for us, it's going to be really hard to bet Truex, Chastain, or Larson. Just those yes. numbers are too short. Are we in agreement there? Yeah. And let me just say, so obviously you got to shop the numbers here. Um, but of those top three guys, 
I don't really care how bad Larson has looked or how he hasn't been able to close the deal. No way are you going to sit there and tell me that you have more confidence in Ross Chastain running away from the pole and winning this than you do Martin Truex Jr. or Kyle Larson starting yeah. sixth and seventh, jumping to the front and winning. I, It doesn't matter how good Chastain looked. The fact of the matter is that we have a very large sample size of what this guy has done running near the front, and there is no way in hell I'm betting him at anything under like eight to one to win a race. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, it is interesting that if his name was Ryan Blaney and not Ross Chastain, how the conversation... I would not be betting him at five to one. Like we, So we talked about that. As soon as Blaney won, we knew the overcorrection was coming. Yeah. And I feel like that's what the book did here. Like, obviously, there was optimism coming into the week, and that's why he was 12 or 14. But to, for him to drop to... 475 at Caesars or five at other books. And we'll look at the other ones. Yeah. When Tyler Reddick was the best in practice, he had the fastest time. He had top three practice uh, lap averages. He was great in qualifying. For him to only be seven and a half to one, I'm sorry, but give me the almost three points on Reddick over yeah. Chastain just with what we've seen over the last, you know, month or so of racing. That like to yeah. me that doesn't make any sense. You can get um let's see. I have DraftKings, Barstool, and yeah, so DraftKings and Caesars are pretty simpatico, but Barstool has them at 8 to 1. Yeah. I, like, I think that's a much better bet. I I even like Byron at plus 750 more. Just yeah. From, you know, you you're betting on who's going to win the race and I love Ross and I know he's really fast, but you, I mean when you're getting 5 and a half to 1 versus 7 and a half to 1 like eight to one like give me all give me the other guys even denny at eight and a half i'm i'm much happier to go there yeah exactly like i i'm curious to see i i want to see uh before we go green tomorrow what the handle is on on chastain just to see how many people are biting on that like i know he he looked great but how can you confidently place a bet on him to win a race at such a short number right now? Yeah. No, I, we should reach out to Furman and see if he has some ideas. Even, okay, even go further with this. Even when Truex, last week, he didn't even drop to that number. Like, after putting together great practice and qualifying. Mm -hmm. Knowing how good he, he was historically at Sonoma and road courses uh, as a whole, like... I'm sorry, but that is way too short on Chastain. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think, I think you, I agree. Um, so Chase Elliott is kind of the last of the elite tier, and then it drops off. Yeah, we have Ryan Blaney at 16. Kyle Busch, who was pretty popular or pretty like a, a high favorite. Yeah, when we talked on Wednesdays. Now 16. Bubba is 18. Bell is at 20. I don't know why. Look, so let's talk. <laughs> He sucked in practice. And I know he's your, he's your nemesis. He was obviously not great in practice. Yeah, I think that's did, the reason. So his single lap speed was was great, but they're worried about like long term. They just think he can't do it. And yeah, so Logano is the type of guy that is going to need um, just to be a pit road call or something later in the race. There, there's no way he has the speed to compete with the guys up at the front over over a long run. We'll see. I just he always finds a way to get in the mix and when it matters most. So of the guys kind of starting with Blaney and down, is there anyone from an outright perspective 
that you're willing to to take a shot on that you think could make some sense because Logano, I, I do think still worth a while even oh yeah no i 2022 um but is there someone like are you interested in bubba at 18 or are you do you <sighs> is there anyone else or is it really just like let's focus well, on the top handful of guys and, and not really worry and then focus on other guys for for other bets okay full disclosure i do have a uh five dollar bet on bubba at 25 to one at, at our offshore that i bet pre prior to practice and qualifying so i i and happy to see what he did practicing qualifying, but I don't know if I could get there at 18. Now, when you look at further down the board, if you're going to throw a dart here and we've talked about this each week, it's basically after, especially after qualifying, you have a, a very small group of guys that can potentially win the race. Yeah. So if you are going to throw a dart, like I'm kind of skipping that 20 to 30 to 40 range, uh, Chris Busher, 66 to one there at Barstool or, you know, at other books, he's even longer. I believe I saw him at a hundred to one someplace still. He's seventy five at Caesars. Yeah, and he and so is he. He's eighty at DK here in Vegas. I can still get him at a hundred to one, and I already I already placed a small small shekel, as Kyle would say, on that because he showed plenty speed in practice. I mean, like I said, top ten car in all practice metrics. He was really good in qualifying. And if you're going to throw a dart on somebody, why not go that extreme as opposed to going in the middle of the field where those guys are really going to, those guys are going to need the same, uh, you know, race scenario to fall their way as Busher does. And Busher may ha actually have a better car than some of these guys over the long run. Yeah. I think I like Logano more. I kind of like Bowman more, but Busher was better. Um, the other name that, you know, and it, we'll talk about him more as we bet other stuff, but AJ Allmendinger, one Xfinity was fast in practice, obviously stunk in, uh, or was fine <laughs> in qualifying only 21st, but was ninth in five lap was 11th in 15 and 8th and 20. So he's probably a better top 10 bet. And obviously, Brian and I, we got him at, what, 325? Yeah. That's nice to have. But um, is he worth a look if you're talking, I mean, let's see, probably DraftKings. Uh, DraftKings, you can get him at 100 to 1. I just don't know. So, I mean, too far? yeah, like, look. He looked great in Xfinity driving the extra colleague stuff, but Cup Series is a different animal. And I mean, RFK has been quite possibly, yeah. you know, the most consistent Ford team outside. I mean, Penske, yeah, they have a couple of wins, but that's that's basically Logano and Blaney, which are definitely better drivers than, in my opinion, both Kozlowski and Busher. But in terms of team, I would say that RFK is pretty level with Penske. Uh, this season and so I would much rather hit that busher number than go to dinger I'm with you and with all that being said it's probably a better number just to avoid but um, <laughs> if you are looking for a lottery ticket I think he could make some sense uh, let's look at the top 10 market because I think there is potential here is there anyone jumping out at, at current prices like Alex Bowman is now plus 150 I kind of wish I'd waited on him the dinger is plus 180 is that a good enough number? I know we have a better number, but if you were coming to it now, 
Is that a good enough number to, from what we saw in practice for you to take a shot? Or are you like, I would need north of two to one to really consider it? Oh, uh, I mean, it's definitely something to consider. But again, when you look at the top 10 market, if you're going to tell me that I could bet Dinger at plus 180 or go further down the board and get Chris Busher at plus 250, who put it in 12th in qualifying and had a better practice, I'm going to take the extra points. Like that, those odds don't make any sense to me. And I feel like that's a massive overcorrection and massive, um, like victim of the moment type thing for the books and for sports betters that they're going to hammer the shit out of that because of what he did in the Xfinity race. So what's the best number? Is 250 the best number we can get? I don't know if Barstool has. Oh, here we go. Barstool's getting their odds up. Uh, 190. Yeah, the Busher number is is kind of ridiculous, especially um, post what's qual. Yeah. So plus two fifty, I will take that. Yeah, I'm with you. That that does make some sense. And then and then even looking at that, Eric Jones plus two forty, like better than better than Busher. Yeah. Like what are we doing? He didn't even run a fifteen lap uh, segment in practice. I don't know. <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. Uh, now I do think that the Suarez is an interesting um potential here. Plus two twenty five, even though I, he's starting in the back. Yeah, I mean you saw Sam Mayer do it in an Xfinity race. Like it, it he Suarez clearly unloaded really quick on single lap speed and he was fine. He was kind of low low teens, uh yeah, like twelve thirteen. Put it on pole, so obviously Yeah, exactly. Fine. Yeah, yep. so I mean, if you want to take a stab, I I don't mind over two to one on that. Like that, that's yep. a decent number. I think that makes sense. What about some of these guys, like Bowman at plus one fifty, Dinger at plus one eighty, even like Brian Blaney at minus a dollar twenty, Bubba at minus one twenty, Logano. The Logano price is good. I, I I gotta admit, I I did I did concede earlier in the week with you that. Uh, the Logano odds opening were a little bit surprising to me. Um, I know Penske, I, I've hit on it multiple times. They've been crap, and I dislike Logano with every ounce of my being. But it, it's put, it, put it in fourth. The only worry, again, with them is if this is the case of like a Las Vegas or a Kansas where good in qualifying. I mean, this time he wasn't good in practice, but he's good in qualifying, like, are they going to fall like like we saw at those? Yeah, other that's that would be my concern. Is that yeah, he just basically is like a dumpster fire. Although in Vegas, like I think he was going to be fine. I think he got in an accident, but yeah, he definitely wasn't as good. Well, they both like yeah. both of them sink like you know fishing sinkers. They were yeah. they were trash. Yeah. Uh, let's look at the manufacturer stuff because this can be interesting. Tyler Reddick at plus 275 to be top Toyota, I think, is a fine price. Little, little short for what we could have gotten before, but I still think it's fine. He's just to beat Truex, really. Yeah. Logano still being plus 275 is really nice. Well, your guy Busher, 7 to 1 if we think maybe Penske stinks. <laughs> So, or even Harvick. 
That's so funny you say that. Um, I believe it's Caesars. I forget what book it was. I, I was doing some shopping uh, before we jumped on here. Um, I think it's Caesars. You can get Busher at nine to one, top four. And I've, sure I, I'm going to add that just because, like we said, if Penske shits the bed, which has happened more often than they'd like to admit, um, I think Busher has the best uh, Mustang of the group this weekend. I'm tempted to hit Harvick. I mean, Steady Eddie, he, he's definitely somebody who could just, you know, avoid all the crap and then work his way up for but sure. But I do like getting nine to one instead of three. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes you got to just bet the number. Um, what do you think about Kyle Larson plus 275 to be top Chevy? Byron plus 350. So I like the Byron call, and I think it's a. Oh, you know what? So I bet Larson top Chevy earlier in the week at three to one. Now I would be complete Chastain fade mode here, which is dangerous. But if I could have Kyle Larson and William Byron versus Ross Chastain, I like my chances in one of those two guys yeah. finishing ahead of him. So I'm going to add the Byron top top Chevy as well. I like it. And of course, it's going to wind up being fucking Ricky Stenhouse Jr., who <laughs> <laughs> works his way to the front and finishes the top. Thousand percent. Uh, that's the best number of the of that market, by the way. Yeah. Caesars is like plus three ten, I think. Yeah, plus three ten. It's too bad they don't have one of those here in Vegas. Would be nice. Uh, let's go to head. Let's find the head to heads. Yeah, I think there's some there's some interesting uh, head to heads I saw get released here in Sin City, and Whoa. a few of them have seen some major line movement already. So I think I want to bet Alex Bowman <laughs> over Ty Gibbs. I don't hate it. Minus one oh five Caesars. I think it's a good bet. Um Kozlowski versus Suarez, Hamlin versus Chastain. Logano versus Harvick. Logano is tempting. Uh, Chris Bell versus Ryan Blaney. Almarola versus Briscoe. Uh, Busher's a big favorite over Stenhouse. That's as as he should be. Like when, when you look at be, when you look at their numbers, he should be. I bet uh, Byron over Truex at plus one hundred. Now you can get plus one twenty. I still like it, but you yeah, are fading. I think they're just too close to call, honestly, those two guys. Yeah, no, that's fair. Like, I don't think there's an edge either way in that. Ross Chastain, the top three is two to one as a boost. Harvick and Kozlowski, and then Chase Elliott at 12, if you like Chase Elliott. Um, trying to see. Yeah, I think that's everything. Did, did Barstool have uh, matchups? Not yet, unless I'm missing it. 
Yeah, I don't see any. I know DK does, but they're kind of blah. Let's go over there and take a look. Uh, manufacturers. Let's go over here and driver props. So Blaney versus Chastain. Logano versus Bubba. Ooh, Logano at plus money versus Bubba. Look, I, I'm i wearing the 2311 hat. Uh, I love 2311, but if you're going to tell me that you could get plus money on one of the best race navigators in, in Joey Logano, no matter how crappy his car is, I, I, unless Bubba is able to rock it to the front and stay there, um, I think there's a good possibility that Logano is able to just work the race better than Wallace and finish ahead of him. Yep. I'm, I'm not going to bet it, but I can picture a scenario where we're where it's like lap 75 and the uh, Jamie little, or I guess it's not Jamie little anymore, but yeah. whoever's walking over to Bubba. Oh, <laughs> what happened for, being, being checked out of the, uh, the race yeah. care center. Yeah, I mean, I just I was going, and he got up in my rear quarter panel and spun me around. <laughs> and, oh, all right, Bubba, uh, feel good. I, I yeah. just I can see it. Yeah, Harvick yeah. Versus Reddick and Bell versus Hambone. Yeah, you like you said, there's not a whole lot to love there, but I do like. I'm glad I went over and looked at that. Um, yeah, I think this is set up interesting. Toyota plus my, at better than Chevy, I think, is not a terrible call, but. Feels not like I wish it was more than two to one. I will say it's interesting that they're that Toyota hasn't overtook Chevy in some of these markets because when you look at the amount of cars out of that garage that could potentially win, it's pretty even on a week to week basis right now. What do we think about plus five fifty to win stage one and two? Uh, I'm gonna go absolutely not. Okay, well that would be <laughs> minus one thousand one hundred and fifteen. That's why it's that's why it's uh, laid that way. Like I don't see honestly, I don't think there's a single driver in the field this week or that we've seen, you know, at any race this season that without them like being on a different strategy than somebody else is that much better than everyone that they can just pace the field like Larson did for instance here yeah. in the first race no back i think in 2021 i think that's completely fair um should we recap our card give the people a best bet and get out of here i think that's a good idea yeah i quite honestly because i'm in vegas like you already know i'm going to get well over my skis here so uh I love where your head's at. I love when you're aggressive. I like when I'm like not as aggressive as you. It makes me feel good. Um, as always, if you find bets you love, if you find uh, opportunities in market, please let us know down in the comments. Let us know your favorite bets. While you're doing that, please hit subscribe if you have not done so and smash that thumbs up button. It does do a lot for us. It doesn't take more than 10 seconds for you. Gets you our content right away. So on Sunday mornings, when this stuff posts, you get it right away. Joey Logano, William Byron are my two outrights. I have not added a third outright. Uh, I wish I had Ross Chastain. I wish I had Tyler Reddick. I have neither. That's fine. <laughs> Onward and upward. Byron top five. Logano top four plus 275, which you can still get. Bowman top 10 at a plus 100. You can get a better number now. Logano over Chris Bell at plus 100. Uh, Byron over Truex was my best bet. 
Uh, not as optimistic about that. I think both guys have a chance to have a really, really strong race. Um, so I don't really have a strong lean one way or the other. Added Busher to top 10 at plus 250. That's a good number. Added Logano to top 10 at plus 100. That's a good number. Alex Bowman over Ty Gibbs because he just gets us. And Logano <laughs> over Bubba at plus 105 because that's what it should be. Uh, Logano top 10 and Logano over Bubba are the two considerations for me for best bet for today. I'm going to go with Bubba's not a rocket ship. It may come back to bite me in the ass, but I think there is a world where Logano finishes 11th or 12th and Bubba finishes 17th or 18th. So I am going to take that extra little bit of wiggle room at a better number and take that uh, that matchup. Brian, who is on your card and what is your best bet as we sit here on Saturday evening? Yeah, so just like Kyle, I, I only have two outrights right now. I may add a third depending on the way the market moves. Uh, I mean, we're going to have a lot of time before this race goes green. But as of right now, I do have Tyler Reddick at that beautiful 18-to-1 price. I'm adding Byron at 8-to-1. Uh, I feel this number should actually be a little bit shorter. And then top 10s, I started the week with Reddick top 10 at minus 120, which is now down to 1-to-2. to um, I added Busher top 10 at plus 250, which I could only assume this number is going to get way shorter before we go green. And then I had Larson top Chevy. I added Byron top Chevy. So basically it's fade Chastain week for me. I also added Busher top forward at nine to one. And my best bet from earlier in the week was Chris Busher over teammate Brad Keselowski at plus money, which is now minus money. So I like the value there. So for my best bet, it's clear I am all about the busher this week so i'm going to go with that busher top 10 at plus 250 the value is too good here to be true he's starting 12th he was a top 10 car in every practice lap average metric so give me that beautiful number and hopefully i come home and i get to buy my new golf clubs after getting the cash plenty of tickets while i'm here in vegas yeah, we'll, we'll get to send Tyler Reddick a thank you card if you uh, get to buy golf clubs after this weekend. Oh, man. I will, like, fly out to Charlotte or something to <laughs> literally uh, well, I a mean... personalized thank you card. <laughs> uh, Brian, it was good to chat. As Brian mentioned, the race is until late. So if you have thoughts, Twitter, at NotoriousCaro, at Brian underscore Twining. Drop questions or thoughts or bets in the comments. We will try and loop back multiple times. Uh, highly, highly suggest checking out the pre-race poll. Yes. Wormy. It's a every Sunday um, staple for Brian and I. Uh, so make sure you check that out. And then always check out our guy, Derek Yoder, Derek underscore or Derek Yoder underscore on Twitter, his uh, NASCAR betting preview show. He's got tons of really good content as well. Um, two of the things that Brian and I make sure we check out each and every week. Yes. For Brian Twining, I'm Kyle Robert. If you need a little pre-race content, check out our interview with Todd Furman, talking bets, talking bookmaking, talking all the fun stuff. Uh, hit us up on Twitter, leave comments, all that shit. Uh, for Brian Twining, I'm Kyle Robert. Win all the money on DraftKings. Win all the money from the books. And we'll talk to you next time.